Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 287. Today we're gonna to be talking about managing the rising cost of living. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor and we'll get right into the show. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so today I wanted to talk about managing the rising cost of living. So the reason that I decided to do this topic is because when I filled up my gas tank yesterday... I was handed the receipt and saw that the total came to $79. So I do have to admit that I was totally on empty. The warning light was on and everything. But still, $79 is a lot of money for gas. That's only going to last me a week. Sometimes I can get it to carry over a little bit into the next week, but pretty much that entire $79 is going to be gone in one week. And I have to say I was kind of stunned by that dollar amount. In addition to that, the cost of groceries are up. The cost of heating and cooling our houses are up. Um, Even things like paper towels and toilet paper cost more now. It seems like pretty much everything we need to spend money on has increased. And some things continue to increase. So I think it's safe to say that most of us have not received a pay increase to cover these rising costs. So today I just wanted to talk about some things that we can try to do to help manage these expenses that we likely did not plan for. So, unfortunately, the first thing we have to do, or consider doing, is seeing if your budget needs to be updated. You're probably spending much more now than you had expected to spend on these things such as gas or groceries, and if you don't update your budget to reflect the new cost, you're going to continuously come in over budget in these areas. And while it might not feel good to put down on paper what these costs actually are, that is the reality of your budget now and if you don't make changes you're just going to continuously come in over budget unless you already had like a pretty decent cushion built in for these expenses so by not updating it it not only makes your budget inaccurate and probably not achievable but it's also just very discouraging to continue coming in over budget each week so if you know that your costs have gone up it's really best to just update your budget and then see what things look like now. And if your budget cannot absorb these increases, that will at least give you the opportunity to really take a look and determine if something else can be changed in your budget to offset these rising costs. Another thing you might wanna do is just see if there's anything that you can do to save on gas, because I know that's one of the costs that's really impacting a lot of us lately. So as I mentioned, the The increase in the gas cost really shocked me when I saw the actual dollars on the receipt. And I'm sure this is the case for many of you also. So if you could maybe just try and think if there's anything you might be able to do to cut back on gas expenses, that could definitely help with your budget changes. Um, I know I've heard a a lot of talk recently about an app called Gas Buddy that will help you locate the cheapest gas in your area. I haven't actually used that, um, but, you know, maybe it might help you. I I don't necessarily think it's a good idea to travel extra miles, depending on how many miles that is, to save on gas if it's going to cost you more in gas, 
but if two places are relatively close, it's, it might definitely be worth taking a look um, into to see if you can go somewhere um, that you can get a better gas price that's in the relative same area. Um, another thing is to see if there's any warehouse clubs near you that offer a discount on gas. So that's why I haven't used Gas Buddy um, or even looked into it really because I pretty much have always found that the BJ's um, wholesale club that I go to typically always has the lowest prices in my area. So I, even though I haven't confirmed it with this app, um, just from my past experience, I'm pretty confident that their prices are still most likely some of the lowest. And then I also have um, a BJ's card that gives me an extra 10 cents off per gallon. So if you have like a Costco or BJ's, um, you know, maybe take a look into that if you haven't already been going there. You don't have to be a member to get gas at either one of those. I get the extra 10 cents off for being a member and having their card, but even still, um, without being a member, I've often seen that their prices definitely seem to be um, at least the same or better than most other places. So, you know, also just kind of think about if there's any way that you can consolidate your trips as much as you can. If you can really try and like think through your week so that you're not running out to the same area multiple times if you don't need to. Um, like for example, um, my daughter works um, in the same shopping plaza where I go food shopping. So I've been really kind of trying to think through my grocery shopping times and kind of try and coordinate that with when I have to go drop her off at work so that I'm not running out there um, multiple times if I can kind of just make one trip, drop her off and get the grocery shopping done at the same time. Another area to look at is groceries, of course, because you know we all know that groceries are going up also. And I realize that for some of you that might be on special diets, it can definitely be difficult to modify how much you spend on groceries. But often if we get a little bit creative, we can find ways to cut back, even if it's just a little bit here and there. And one of these ways is to, um, to save money on groceries is to try and plan your meals around what is on sale. So for me, it's a little difficult because I do plan my meals in advance of knowing what is on sale. It's just the way I do it. I like to get my meal planning done like way in advance if I can and when I can. So I'm not just kind of waiting for the sale circular to come out so that I could see what I'm going to plan for the week. Although that is a great way to do it. I just don't do that right now. It just doesn't work for my current situation. I just feel better getting things done ahead of time. But if I see something is on sale when I go grocery shopping, I can often make a quick switch that doesn't impact my meal plan too much. Like for example, um, like this, and this is something that I've mentioned before too, but for example, say if I was planning on doing steak one night, but then I see that maybe um, bone-in pork chops are a great deal this week, that's something I could easily make a switch. Most likely whatever sides I would have planned to go with a steak would also go well with pork chops. Um, I do this with vegetables a lot. If I was going to maybe make like fresh um, green beans and I see that asparagus is on sale or, you know, something similar that you can easily do a swap and it doesn't really impact the meal, that can definitely save um, a lot of money by grabbing those sale items instead of the full priced items. So that's just something to kind of think about to keep in mind while you're out um, grocery shopping. And then it's also a good idea to just kind of be aware in general of what some of your higher priced grocery items are. And then you could decide if you really want to spend that much on those items or maybe kind of get them less often. I know for us, um, a lot of the things that wind up costing a little bit more 
are not really specifically related to meals so much, but they're more like frozen food snacks or chips or things like that that don't really impact our meal plan for the week and don't really need to be purchased every single week. They're just kind of like bonus items kind of to have around the house. So, um, you know, you can always try to maybe just purchase those types of items based on whatever is on sale that week or maybe stock up on the weeks when those things do go on sale. So another thing just to kind of keep in mind and see if there's any other areas you might be able to cut back um, on your grocery spending. Another thing that is super important during this time if you're trying to really um, cut back on your costs is to really be even more mindful of impulse purchases. We all know that impulse purchases can wreck our budgets. Um, with the cost of our essential purchases continually rising right now, it's even more important to be mindful of impulse purchases. So it's, it's really easy to have a thought about something you need, and with a, within a few clicks on your phone, it will be here probably the next day. So unless it's something really essential that you're purchasing, just try and be extra careful to give yourself some time to consider that purchase before actually making it. Because often we think we need something, but if we wait on it, there's really not much of an impact on our daily life, and then we might realize we really didn't need it, or at least didn't need it that urgently, where we couldn't wait and save up for it. So if you find yourself where you're needing to cut back in expenses, just really try and maybe practice extra mindfulness in your purchasing habits to kind of scale back on any of those extra items that you might not really need, and you can help um, your budget by having that money available for these groceries and gas prices that are going up. You might want to consider a temporary reduction in savings or extra debt payments. I don't, I don't, I'm not saying um, pulling money out of savings. I'm saying if, of course, if you need to pull money out of savings, you need to pull money out of savings. But what I'm talking about here is um, if you need to, if you're, if you're saving up for certain things, if you have like savings goals that you're working on, or if you have extra debt payments you're making, or maybe you're saving for an emergency fund or a vacation or a home improvement or whatever that might be depending on what those goals currently are and how much money you have going to those each month, it might be worth considering if those um, amounts should be reduced, even if it's just for a temporary basis. But depending on how tight your budget is, you might need to just at least consider that. Because if you're putting every extra penny towards one of those goals, you might realistically have a little bit less to put towards those goals because some of your costs have now gone up. And if you can't find other ways to cut back, you don't want to keep making extra payments, say if, you, say if you're trying to get out of debt, you don't want to keep making extra payments on debt when you really don't have that extra money because your other costs have risen, and then wind up needing to go back into debt again to cover your expenses. It's better to make consistent debt payments and not keep using debt than to make larger debt payments and then have to keep the, the debt cycle going by continuing to put money on a credit card because you don't have enough money in your budget to cover your living expenses. So just consider if you need to scale back on debt payments if that's what you're working on or even, like I said, emergency savings or other savings, even if it's just a little bit just to help you kind of cover a little bit of that extra cost so that you don't find yourself in a situation where you need to um, borrow money or, um, you know, really kind of take take money out of the savings that you already had. So costs will most likely level out and with increased income in the future, you'll most likely be able to get back to where you were at 
with, you know, on these goals, but it's just not worth setting yourself up for failure by trying to stick with a goal that you can no longer afford in your budget. And I'm not saying to abandon those goals by any means, but if after reviewing your budget and there's really nowhere else to cut, it just might be necessary to cut back on those savings or debt payments just for a short period of time until you can figure out a way to get back to that level that you were planning on. And the last thing I have to say about managing these rising costs of living is just really try not to stress too much about this. Um, I realize for most of us, we're probably already doing most of these things that I already talked about to cut back on expenses. And it makes it really difficult to cut back further when you feel like you've already done everything you can to make the most of the money that you have. But we that is all we can do. We can only do what we can do with what we have, with the money that we have. And stressing too much over something like rising costs that we have no control over, unfortunately doesn't really help the situation. So all I can do is encourage you to do the best you can with what you have. And remember that it's not just you. There's many of us trying to figure out how to adjust our budgets so that we can cover these rising costs. Um, But I do have to say that often if we kind of keep playing with the numbers and watching our expenses and really kind of keeping on top of everything, we can often find some way to save a little bit more here or there. And even if we can't, we can still enjoy all the things that we already have. So we just have to do the best we can with these rising expenses. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. Um, don't forget, you can always email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. You can find blog posts for each episode on my website at lolasfrugallife.com. And you can join our private listeners group at facebook.com slash groups slash lolasfrugallife. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love if you would screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram so I can see that you're listening. Also, if you could please take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. There's also a link to financially support the um, podcast if that's something you're interested in, and that can be found in the show notes. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening, and I hope you have a really awesome day. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available to you locally. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lola, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Lola's Frugal Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Lola.